because none of this that. really matters. You ready? You ready, Josh? Because we have a lot to talk about. Because we had our topic that we were going to talk about. And then we had uh, the tra- we were going to talk about trains because or train movies, I should say, not just trains. We were going to talk like, about train movies because of that Brad Pitt movie coming out, the bullet train one. Have you heard yeah, of that? Yeah, I've seen the trailers. They're like everywhere. So they're fucking everywhere. It's annoying. Yeah. And I'm not even going to go see it, but <laughs> the, the train movies, <laughs> that, movie. <laughs> that movie looks like it sucks, bro. Honestly, Man, yeah. I don't fuck with it, but I've just seen too many advertisements for it. <laughs> That's yeah. probably why they're advertising it so much, because they want people to see it. Because, you know what I mean? Like. Because they yeah. know, like, it, it's, it's going to be shitty if they don't advertise as much as they do. <laughs> but they're, we we were like, because there's no movies, no other movies out, dude, like, coming out for the next month or two. Yeah. So we're, like, trying to come up with things, like, reaching for things to to talk about. But luckily today, while me and Mender were in the car, we were like, let's talk about this, this, and this. So for the next few episodes, we have things to talk about, thank God. But this episode, we were going to talk about train movies. And like our yeah. top five train movies. Yeah. And so we got quite a few for that for us. And then we also had our topic where we were going to talk about like 70s Pacino. Yep. And then um, and then I actually watched all the Predator movies <laughs> like for the past week. <laughs> I watched all the Predator movies and I just watched Prey because yeah. that came out uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so I was just going to touch on that. And we would talk Predator and shit like that. Fuck yeah. So we got quite the slate for today quite the docket so uh this is episode 71 the last time you were on was i don't know what number but it was december it was when spider-man yeah. came out no fucking yeah, way home yeah, no fucking way home no fucking yeah. way home that was the name of the yeah because yeah. you guys went together didn't you yeah we well, all, of us. Yeah, all of us we At went the, uh imax I know. <laughs> it was yeah me you and you brought the zoe and roman yes okay yes. Uh, you were there yes i was about to yeah. say okay i was with you right, because we went to a morning showing of mm-hmm, course mm-hmm. i have to az mills uh biggest imax actually that's where we watched it big ass screen it was crazy huge but um that that was the last time you were on and we weren't even here we were we were still shooting in the bedroom mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was crazy yeah. You never yeah. did deliver. Them. No, this is my first episode doing it right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, there's gonna be some people. Cause we only had Angelo at the house and my brother, and him. Teddy, we had Teddy at the house. Yes, Teddy, Teddy, and that was yeah. like, Angelo was the last guest at the house, mm-hmm. and that was for the one year. And after the one year, we came here. Yep. Oh fuck, dude, you've. Because even this room has changed yeah, since the I've last. Yeah, I noticed it. Yeah, there's like a lot more stuff. If you watch the first episode that we shot in here, uh-huh. blank walls. Yeah, there was like nothing on the walls. A plant. Like, we had yeah, one there was plant. The plant. I remember that, that was it. We had the ceiling <laughs> fan or the ceiling light. Yeah. So, it's great to have you back. Yeah. Feels good to be back. You're gonna be like a recurring. Back for good. Yeah. Back for good. We should say. For good. Back for good. That's Dude. the title episode. Back for good. Fuck yeah. Yes. Did your time? Did your service like every American? Every God fearing. (laughs) Every God fearing American. American. You're like fucking Mel Gibson up in here, dude. (laughs) Does this bother you now in movies when you see that? When they salute wrong? Yeah. Or (laughs) you don't want to go like that? 
They do the fucking Oh yeah the weird side shit I mean I've seen that shit In the military too Like yeah, they people do, yeah. do some like Weird fuck Um Like a few good men When they go Yeah <laughs> But uh But yeah So what should we start on first Train movies Yeah Just Dude, to knock we, it we out the watch, way We just watched Train movies a day It's fresh At the same time I have a list I made a list actually Thank god Cause I I watched quite a bit So Train James movies James Gandolfini and uh, unstoppable. Is he is. He's the he's the mayor, or he's the governor. That's taken. That's taken. Pelin one, two, two three. three. Yeah. That's James Gandolfini. That's Gandalf. Because I thought I heard his voice, and I was like, bro, if Denzel Washington and James Gandolfini are in Unstoppable together, that would be hilarious. As another, as another, just train another movie. train movie. Yeah. Denzel. <laughs> right. Yeah. But because those two movies really, because when you think about it, Menda. We had almost every Tony Scott movie on DVD. Like, unintentionally, we had every Tony Scott movie. We had Domino, Deja Vu, we had Man on Fire, we had... When you started naming it, I think maybe probably every household yeah, had every... Had uh, to have... I had no idea who Tony Scott was. And I was like, dude, we had every single every one of those movie. movies in my house. And yeah. there was... Oh, Pelham 1, 2, especially was... Uh, yeah, especially they... Yeah. You can tell it. I knew it was Tony Scott at the very beginning... Because of the way the intro is, I said, now I get it. He has like a signature intro, like the flashing intro yeah. with like the. It's like, like yeah, the exposure. Yeah, is, the exposure is where he does that weird thing. Yeah. Like he does that. I was like, oh, okay, I see it's it a now. Quick, if there was no Tony Scott, there would be no Michael Bay. That. Because that's the intro to facts. Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. That's where he got that's it. That, that's, a bold, that's not that bold, I feel it's like. Not that bold at all. Uh, so yeah, so for Josh, just saying, Tony Scott's run was Top Gun. We were watching Beverly Hills Cop two today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Days of Thunder. He was last... Days of Thunder. That that shit. That movie's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> he did the Last Boy Scout with Damon Wayans, Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. He did True Romance, uh, written by Quentin Tarantino. Crimson Tide, which I think that's probably his best movie. Crimson Tide is so slept on. That's um Sean Connery, right? Uh, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. I'm thinking about The Rock. Red October. And Red October. I'm thinking about all of those. All the same. Yeah, They're yeah. all within mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did, where my brain was going. We had, Mendo, we had The Fan on DVD mm-hmm. with Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes. Yep. He did Enemy of the State with Will Smith and Gene Hackman. Uh, Spy Game with Robert Redford and Brad Pitt. He did Man on Fire, Domino, Deja Vu, Taken in Pelham 123, and Unstoppable. Unstoppable being his last movie. Mm-hmm. And um, we, I think we should do a movie. I think I said this before, but we should do a movie where it's like best last movies of a director. That would be a cool one. I you think mean that an sounds pretty dope. Yeah, an episode. Yeah, he was like, "Let's do a movie." I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> we should do a, a best like la- top five last movies of a director's filmography. Unstoppable is probably number. I just want to talk about Unstoppable all the time because Tony Scott, after he made Unstoppable. I want to say right after uh, he killed himself. Uh, R- R.I.P. Yeah. He jumped off uh, a bridge. And then actually Ridley Scott's brother I mentioned before. And did, they, did they have a production company? Was that theirs together? Scott-free? I want to say it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Because uh, Ridley Scott helped Tony Scott make his first movie, which was The Hunger with David Bowie. And because Ridley Scott has been making movies since, I think his first movie was seventy seven, I want to say. Damn, I didn't know he was that old. And then yeah, dude, he's old. 
Well, he did Aliens. Alien. Just, he just did Alien. Oh, he just did Alien. But I mean, even still, I would. He was been what at the time? No, that's not that bad. That's like two years. That's been probably, like 30, 40? Yeah, that's a good movie for an older guy like that. For four, about forty years old, I'd say he did Alien because Alien was eighty or seventy nine. Seventy nine. I just found that out. And then um, that's way ahead of his time, isn't it? To be a seventy nine, dude. Like, wait, Jesus. that changed. Alien changed sci-fi, dude. Yeah, it's literally like he made like... two movies that changed sci-fi: was Alien and Blade Runner. Yes, that was like that movie was like a pioneer for like like that kind of genre of sci-fi. Yeah, I mean? making movies about aliens, about aliens, in like space. space. Yeah, space. In the movies. space part, he added yeah. a whole another element. It was of a fear. whole thing. Yeah. Whole another element of fear. And Alien, and especially because I think it's the best horror movie too. Because in Alien. Mm-hmm. You don't see the alien like until the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like it's and you're terrified the whole time, mm-hmm. which is genius. Mm-hmm. And but alien and then I want to say right after he made alien, he made Blade Runner. Which James is the fucking game. it's crazy. I had the score right there. It might be behind that album. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, I have the VHS right there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Blade Runner. One of the best sci-fi movies ever, but yeah, shout out to the Scott Brothers, Unstoppable. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it right now that's my number one train movie. Fair. Fair. Is it? Did I put that in my list? I made a list of my um, train movies. Oh no, it's not my number one. It should be though. I'm gonna change it. Um, I don't know about. I watched both. I watched the last half. But go ahead. I'm gonna let you but it but yeah, train movies. Do you want to start at number? You say you're five if you have five, unless you have like three. Because like I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna run through mine just real quick. I can't say that they're in any order. I just know Unstoppable, Taking Up Helen One, Two, Three, and Train to Busan are my three <laughs> hands down favorite train movies. Watching One, Two, Three a day to, today, I forgot the ending. And I love forgetting the ending. And I yeah, like, yeah. You're like, how does this end again? <laughs> I told him, man, I was like, I almost cried twice watching Pelham One, Two, Three. Yeah. That's a great, it's a crazy, because you see like Travolta's character is yes. like, tr- he's like trying to work with him and he's like almost the good guy. That's what it was. Because you find out. He was just like spoiling. pulling, he was just like pulling back the layers. He's like, tell, tell me the truth, dude. Yeah. And then Gandolfini, great supporting. Mm-hmm. Everybody was super smart in that movie. Gandolfini yeah. included when he figured out the stockbroker thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was smart. That yeah. was genius. That was really good. And then, but yeah, Pelham 123. I had the original in my in my list too, but I think I took it out. But um, my top five, I put Silver Streak with uh, Gene Wilder and uh, Richard Pryor, the 70s comedy. I That was like one of the earliest movies I remember seeing ever, like mm-hmm. on HBO or some shit. And then uh, I think I just think that movie's hilarious. Which you remember that idea I told you for the movie? Yeah, I got it from Silver Streak. I just ripped it off. <laughs> and so now I gotta be- see it <laughs> because uh, I think I, I mentioned on the podcast last week that I'm in a production with two of my friends, mm-hmm. and Josh is obviously one of them. And um, we were trying to figure out how to set everything movie. up. Yeah, it's sick. And so pretty sick. I watched Silver Streak, and I was like, the way the opening scene has to go mm-hmm. for the movie we're making, yeah, 
Silver Streak is a huge like influence huge influence for what we're about to do yeah so and i just watched it for the first time in forever and i watched it but yeah i'll i'll show you later but silver streak is hilarious i think gene wilder is one of the funniest people ever he's played the original willy wonka oh yeah i know you're talking about them yeah and richard Pryor, obviously he's like the he's in a supporting role that was their that was their golden years. Them two work together. Yeah, the what's it called? The hear no evil, see no evil. Mm-hmm. I I seen that once on TV, and uh, I think it was playing on Comedy Central at like midnight. And People I was talk watching. about that movie. Yeah, I watched a lot of Gene Wilder movies on Comedy Central. That's mm-hmm. like the main place I watched a lot of old seventies, seventies comedies, mm-hmm. and uh, even nineties comedies like that one, the Road to Wellville, uh, movie. Mm-hmm. With what's his name, John Cusack and shit. There's like a lot of deep cut movies that play in the middle of the night on Comedy Central. And those that let you know that John Cusack, you would think that Hot Tub Time Machine was like his first. No, he's been around, dude. Like his first comedic, like when he was funny. Yeah, I never saw him funny before that. So I'm like, that's crazy to hear. Yeah, that's crazy to hear he was in a comedy a long time ago. Yeah. And then my number four is called Terror Train. It's a horror movie. That came out in 1980, directed by Roger Spottiswood. I have no idea who that is. Um, but it's basically a movie about a, a bunch of college students that are that are in a fraternity. They're a big... Or it just says six college kids. It's uh, they're, This kid is basically... It's kind of ahead of its time in a way because it's about all of the college kids play a prank on this nerd, basically. And the nerd is, like, getting revenge on the college kids yeah and so he's basically like killing people on the train Mm -hmm. because everybody is like heading back home or whatever yeah and so it's it's a pretty crazy story and like it's and it's on halloween the nerd is killing the all the college college kids kids, yeah and do they know like they're getting hunted by this nerd they they're like picking up on it or because the main character is uh what jamie like jamie lee curtis oh okay yes i think it's her second movie i think because Halloween was her first movie, obviously. Yeah. And um, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is the main character because she's that you know it's the beginning of her career. She's known as the scream queen, basically of like that. Yeah. Because there's like a couple now, like that one girl from Euphoria. I don't know her. Mia Goth, I think her name is. She was in that movie X, and she's like becoming the new like modern day scream queen. But back you know late seventies, early eighties. It was it Jamie was Jimmy Lee Curtis because of Halloween. Yeah, that yeah. basically redid. The girl with no eyebrows. Yeah, she's gonna be in that movie Pearl too. Later. Oh, so she, are you I, saying I, she's I, like that? She's the new the horror. Queen. Yeah. Okay, she. I thought it would have been. She? Uh, I can't really like picture him. Like, oh, yeah. Honestly, I never. She's I, a girl. Yeah, I, I never seen. I never watched Euphoria. Right there. I don't think I've ever seen that. Before. She's, you said she's a Euphoria. Actress. She's in Euphoria. Yeah, but she's in I haven't like seen Euphoria. Me either. Yeah. I don't like that show. I tried it, bro. But anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> she's a brick. Uh, but anyways, yeah, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> <laughs> was in the movie. It's a I never seen it before. It's on Shutter. Yeah, and I fucking love Shutter. Shutter is awesome, by the way. And so I just literally went on Shutter and typed in Train. <laughs> and I saw a terror train yeah, you, <laughs> And then fucking A whole fucking Train mm-hmm. to Busan Was the first one to come up of course, of course. But then I was Then I saw a terror train I was like i never seen that before mm-hmm. And then I put through it on It's an hour and a half And I was like Oh shit This was actually 
fucking solid horror movie and it was yeah. really good because any like because like the 70s is like the golden year. we were talking about this yeah it's like the a week or two ago for like the golden era for horror dude. for horror yeah because that's like like pretty much like it didn't start but like that whole era like john carpenter mm-hmm. like the he toby created, hooper like exactly uh, texas chainsaw it all started in the 70s so like that was because like before texas chainsaw and before especially before halloween before halloween there was no movie like halloween texas chainsaw was before halloween though, yeah right? yeah but like but it was like super like it wasn't super underground but like not a lot of people knew about it you yeah know what I mean? it wasn't it, a, it didn't pop off like halloween did I remember uh, Nate told us there was a concerted effort against that movie. That's probably why it didn't pop off. Yeah. So, like, wasn't it rated X when it, the first cut of it was, like... Yeah, because it was too gory, I'm sure. It was sure. too gory yeah. first Because cause Halloween, it wasn't even cool to like Halloween back then. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. like you, you, it wasn't... Because that's why it's, like, a cult classic. It's yeah. because no one liked... It's the same thing with Blade Runner. Like, no one... It wasn't even... Like no one then, liked Blade Runner when it came out, or no, no one, one liked Halloween. Yeah. They were like, "What the fuck is this?" But then, obviously, yeah. ten years later, ten years later, everybody is like, "It's kind of like Unstoppable." Yeah. No mm-hmm. one fucked with Unstoppable for real until mm-hmm. like ten years later. You know, it's gaining this like revolution, basically. So, mm-hmm. uh, Halloween before Halloween, there was no movie like yeah. that. No, and it really wasn't. And so that's why Halloween, I think, is the greatest horror movie ever. It really it changed the game because with the impact that it had on like other fucking horror movies, like there's nothing as great. So many, so many ripoffs. Mm, Yeah, so many ripoffs. Like sequels that are honestly like ain't terrible. It created (laughs) the slasher era. Like yeah, like eighty slashers is purely because of Halloween. Halloween started. You know what I mean? Like. Friday the Thirteenth, fucking yeah, Nightmare Freddy Krueger, yeah, mm-hmm. all that shit, Chucky, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all motherfuckers running around with knives mm-hmm. and blades it, and shit. The eighties was like, eighties yeah. was like coked out horror. Like, yeah, we yeah. need kill, kill, kill. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they wanted more gore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The seventies like started up, and they were like, seventies was more. Seventies like, was big yeah. because set all the reason why seventies is the golden era. Like, because we were talking about it like a week or two ago yeah. of how much like all these movies that are like we need to watch this this and this because i showed you uh black christmas yeah was one of them and then all these 70s ones were all independent movies mm-hmm. like toby hooper made texas chainsaw massacre like by himself and then and then and then people were and so did uh halloween halloween with john carpenter he was like he it was with the studio but the studio was like, hey, we kind of need you to make another movie. And uh, and John Carpenter was like, I have an idea for this, this, and this. I can make it for like $2 million. And they mm-hmm. were like, really? And he was like, yeah. And so he made it like by himself and because yeah. the, the studios didn't give a fuck. They were like, go, please just do, just your do whatever you want. Yeah. And then John Carpenter, because before Halloween, John Carpenter had like two movies that were like, like he had Assault on Precinct 13, which was like a, a solid movie. Mm-hmm. It was good. And then he had like a student film that was like a sci-fi movie that was like co-directed with somebody else. Yeah. But Halloween was like his first real movie that was his. And then he made it and then it fucking it didn't blow up. up at first, but it, people saw how successful it was. Yeah. And then that's why in the 80s there was such a big 
huge renaissance of slasher films because people are seeing how successful independent horror films were and they were like fuck it we need to start making horror films now that are like halloween and like texas chainsaw massacre you know what i'm curious about is like when halloween came out like did it even go straight to theaters like what happened i think it was like a direct to direct to tv movie and like vhs direct to vhs and then I think that's how it kind of like got out. I think you had to like know somebody that saw it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then because it was the same thing with like Reservoir Dogs, even in the early 90s, like that wasn't a big movie until like a year later, a yeah. year after Reservoir Dogs, Reservoir Dogs came out. And um, but yeah, I need some fucking water. I'm talking a lot. <laughs> Halloween? Yeah. yeah, because it was very reminiscent of like the Giallo movies yeah. that came out like the Suspiria. Yeah. And um Inferno and all the shit like that. All the Italian horror movies that were fucking huge there. Yeah, that's right. Like Italian horror was like like they were doing it were they doing it before? Way Carpenter? before, yeah. yeah. Or not way before, but like kind of during. It was just really popular in yeah. in Italy, but here it was like this is not normal. Yeah, there was like, a lot of a new like because the seventies was a lot of new Hollywood where everyone was coming in. Where yeah. like in nineteen sixty nine, when uh not sixty nine, but when that movie Cleopatra came out and like mm-hmm. all the studios went bankrupt. That was and like yeah, nineteen seventy. That was like, like late sixties, like yeah, seventy or sixty nine, something like that. And then, and then all the studios were like, we don't know what to do, so they just yeah. gave these random filmmakers, like not random but young filmmakers money to do whatever they wanted so they gave that's why the new hollywood people like george lucas scorsese, scorsese. coppola yeah. mm-hmm. all these people uh, got the chance because production companies didn't know what to do yeah. so you got all these young people getting these opportunities and they were cheap yeah yeah they, they made yeah. cheap they're, they're, young. they're yeah. all like dude i only need like spielberg too yeah spielberg yeah, yeah. Made, i need 10 grand you're like all right dude <laughs> yeah that's yeah. all you fucking need yeah because like Coppola making The Godfather by himself is like how the fuck that's fucking that's crazy yeah to and do a film like that all by yourself like. yeah and just be like can I get Brando and they're like yeah fucking try yeah. and then so like just getting all these people hooking up with friends you know like like De Niro like De Niro working with uh, Brian De Palma and then going to Scorsese and then going to Coppola it's just like everybody's just friends working together yeah and it's like it was that's, all connected yeah yeah and then george lucas spent like forever is that june bug and george lucas he you worked are? with spielberg a lot george yeah. lucas and spielberg On films yeah. yeah like heavy they wrote yeah. films together a lot mm-hmm. uh they, they came up with indiana jones together yeah, indiana jones. the star wars they did star wars together they did huh and uh, yeah. cause George Lucas, uh, there's this documentary, a docu series on Disney plus, uh, I forgot it was called, but it's on Disney. It's new. And it's about like the VFX. And the first episode is about like the making of star Wars basically. Yeah. And how it's like a, basically George Lucas being like, Hey, do you know this guy? Do you know this guy? Just people, just friends who know each other, who mm-hmm. want to do this shit for free. Yeah. And they're just m- making a movie together. And so basically it's like, hey, George Lucas got uh, a budget to make this sci-fi, you know, saga based this like space opera epic. Yeah. Like, do you want to come help? And they basically they just rented a warehouse and did everything in the warehouse. That's so fucking awesome. And it's just like base just kids doing yeah. this shit by themselves, dude. And then like Coppola doing it by himself. Brian De Palma making like 
Carrie and shit like that. And that movie, yeah. uh, like sisters and eventually making Scarface and then Scorsese being Scorsese. And then, you know, Coppola doing Godfather one and two in the seventies. And then he made like the conversation with, uh, Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. And then he did uh, Apocalypse Now in 78, I want to say. Yeah, it was like 78, 79. And then, or movie. was that, can you look up? I want to say it was 78, but. Pretty sure it was. Apocalypse Now in 78, and then, who am I missing? Scorsese, De Palma, George Lucas, he made American Graffiti, and then he made this one side. 79. 79. Yeah, I knew it. it was somewhere around that list. And then, um, and then, yeah, it's just everybody, that was kind of. What happened was all these young filmmakers were coming out with their own thing. Like Scorsese made like Mean Streets. And then he was just, I think Scorsese was the most experimental out of all of them. Because he was doing weird movies in the 70s. If you really look, like Taxi Driver was a weird movie. Yeah, Taxi Driver, Mean Streets. And then he made like The Last Waltz. He made like New York, New York. Like he was making these weird musicals. Mm -hmm. And like he was just kind of doing his own thing until he made... um, Raging Bull. Yeah, Raging Bull. And Raging Bull was kind of like the the next era, I feel like, of Scorsese, like right and after. Raging Bull was like the 80s, yeah? I think it was 80, like 1980. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just um, Scorsese. Yeah, that whole new Hollywood, that whole wave of, like, those filmmakers. But then under that, like, the underbelly of that is John Carpenter, Toby Hooper, mm-hmm. and these independent 70s horror that were... Like, it's cool to watch those movies, especially, like, as people like us, because you see these, like, it's basically showing you how to make a horror movie for nothing, for, like, yeah. shooting on location, finding a random barn and mm-hmm. shooting in it and finding random, you know, patios and shit just yeah. to shoot on them. And, like, you know, that being inspired by, like, those Fr- French New Wave movies from the 60s mm-hmm. and then being like, oh, that's how you make a movie for fucking no money, basically. Yeah, low budget. And just that, you know, the inspiration from France and from Italy coming all the way to America is, like, insane. And there's people, because of Scorsese and Coppola, bringing that European influence all the way to America. That's fucking awesome, dude. So. How, like, all that shit, like, started. And then. Super interesting. Yeah. And then, how did we get here? Horror. We are talking yeah, about. Horror. Fuck. Train uh, movie. Let's go back to train movies. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah were, back you to train. We I was, fucking... I was like, that, this was the plan. So yeah, yeah. keep it going. The horrors. And then, um, oh, the Terror Train. That's the yeah, movie I watched. Exactly. Okay, so we're back. You, you got, <laughs> got on Shutter and how much you love Shutter. Yeah, yeah. Shutter has Shutter is great though. Super Shutter good is amazing. We Uber need is that. Fucking, Shutter is the shit. We need that sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And then I watched uh, my number three train movies. Is uh, it's called The Train. Came out in 1964, directed by John Frankenheim, Frankenheimer, and uh, it's a sick World War II movie. Like it's like if you watch The Train, you'll be like Quinn Tarantino watched this for Inglorious Bastards. Like it has that like man on a mission or men on a mission, you know, vibe to it. Yeah. It's just like very like, oh shit, we're in World War II, we're doing this, defeat the Nazis, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. it was sick. Like the, And then like the whole opening sequence, like you see like the Nazis are the bad guys and like they're, and it's interesting because the story is that there's a train full of like art that the Nazis were stealing during World War II, which is based on true story. Yeah, it's actually 
Yeah, that actually happened. And there was they like went into Paris and yeah. took all like the Picassos, like all of these rare, valuable, like almost like invaluable art mm-hmm. and like priceless art. And then you they put it all on a train. You're like, we need this sent to fucking Germany. But Paris is the only safe place for the art because they're going to take care of it. And those guys and basically a woman is like, we need you to like stop this train because we need to protect the art. It's a great movie to show the importance of art in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's there's a lot of underlying meaning to it and like the importance of film in the world and society and how much they impact people every single day. But this movie, The Train, is amazing. It's great. It's fucking intense. There's like the the first part where the Nazis are like catching on where they're trying to sabotage the train and like stop it. Yeah. And the, there's a crazy part where like this old guy who gets caught trying to stop the train and they just fucking execute him right there. It's yeah, a dude. sick movie. Sounds badass just dude, listening it's, to you talk about it's it, man. Sick. Trust me. Like man, it's like, like I'm a fucking huge fan on war movies. Dude, bro, it's like, America. If you love America, you're gonna be like, this movie is sick. Fuck Germany, bro. <laughs> Fuck the Nazis. Fuck Germany. Yeah, fuck Nazi Germany. But yeah, uh, uh, Nazi occupied Paris. Like it's just World War Two, and like like I said, the Glorious Bastards. Like you wouldn't have Glorious Bastards if this movie and like the Dirty didn't Dozen inspire. didn't exist and yeah, shit like Dirty that. Dirty Dozen. It sounds similar to that. Too. Yeah, like Dirty Dozen. Yeah, and then. Yeah, so that's The Train, directed by John Frankenheimer, which John Frankenheimer also made this movie called Seconds. That's a very trippy movie. That's like almost like it's very psychedelic, actually. And it's a train movie. No, 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 no. Oh, oh that's different just like, movie, different oh, movie. Right. <laughs> same director, though, same director. Yeah. And um, he made, yeah, he made this movie called Seconds, and it's, and it's fucking great. Um, and he also made the original Manchurian Candidate. Just a BT dubs. Um, and he made Grand Prix, which was a big influence on uh, that movie, Ford vs. Ferrari. Have you seen Ford vs. Ferrari? Mm-mm. That's a sick it, yeah. movie, dude. It has uh, Christian Bale, right? Yeah, yeah. and Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Bro, you won't regret it. It's a perfect movie. Um, and it's pretty fucking crazy. The sound design in that movie in Ford vs. Ferrari, yeah. when you hear those engines, it's, awesome. cra- it's crazy. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. I, I think it won an Oscar for Best Sound Design, if I'm not mistaken. Ford versus Ferrari. Um, anyways, yeah, John Frankenheimer, John Frankenheimer's The Train, great World War II train movie. It's fucking sick. Like, look at that still. That's fucking awesome. Dude. He's holding like an MP40. Yeah, the MP40s lighting some look Nazis up. And fucking yeah. somewhere it in like badass. It's a badass zone. movie, dude. Yeah, yeah. I gotta uh, watch it now. So my number two is Unstoppable, with uh, Denzel and Chris Pine. And that fucking movie, have you seen it? No, Unstoppable. I don't, I don't think I have. With with Denzel, it's about the 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 train that's unstoppable, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's like headed towards. It's an older film. It's 2010. Probably the old. best. I put in my notes. I was like, this is the best action movie of the decade, like of <laughs> of yeah. 2010. Because Unstoppable, you know, I'm sure I've seen it, but I just probably forgot. Yeah, you know, probably you, saw it like one time. On is it on streaming? Shit. Hulu? Yeah, yeah if you got it Hulu, mm-hmm. it's worth the watch. It's a great, intense action movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we show it love all the time on this podcast. Because it just slept on you. Like you said, a lot of people yeah. never heard of it. Based, and based on a true story. The man told me that. I was like, oh, those guys are retards. Oh, yeah. It's just, <laughs> the, guy, the main guy who fucked up in the first place, they were like, he's working fast food now. 
good. Mm -hmm. But it's also what I love about it is that it's like a real, and I didn't know it was based on true story until you told me, but it's like a realistic real in the movie. It's a realistic fuck up. You're like, Oh, like a, Fat guy, because it's hard to catch up with the train in general. Yeah. That's why the, yeah. that's what the part I told her. I was like, that is just first of all, I know that they had rules. They're like, oh, yeah. don't fucking yeah. get out and of that's the that's why TJ even TJ Miller rule. Yeah. Don't fucking do that. And even TJ Miller try to get out. Wait, there's people that try to get out like in the movie. Oh, that's how the beginning of the beginning the of the movie. Yeah. That's how it gets lost. No one's on the train. Yeah. And and so it's a cargo train with hazmat. Yeah, it's like Chernobyl type shit on it. And then, uh, then TJ Miller is like, don't fucking get off the train, you dumbass. Like, don't do it. And then he's like, I got it. And he gets off and fucking doesn't got it. And <laughs> it, 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 it's, I, it's like, I hate, I always say this, like the military taught me like that safety shit. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. that's what, like the dude who's walking around the plane, like, no, nah, I've done this 50 Yeah, the dude's like, times. I got it, bro. And then he walks into a propeller because you're just so used to, like, he's probably, that dude probably did that more often than yeah, that. Like, yeah, that's probably train. a common thing. Yeah, he probably did it all the like, time. Like, let me switch the track and hop back on the train. Like, no. They tell you every time, you can do something wrong all the time if you want. That one time you that could. you fuck up. Now, just make sure caught, you don't fuck up. If you're going to do something the wrong way, don't fuck up. That's the number one rule. Exactly. Right. It yeah. just started off. You're like, ah, oh, these fucking dumbasses. You're so stupid. And that's, so what, stupid. that's what, like, the nails in the chalkboard is like. Mm -hmm. And then everybody, like, giving them a hard time, like, in the movie is, like, mm -hmm. worth, it's like. Yeah, they're so worth, it's so satisfying. Yeah, you're like. like hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, dumbasses? <laughs> <laughs> and so, so yeah, t uh, not taking pedal one, two, three. Uh, Unstoppable is super great. I thought the duo of Denzel and Chris Pine is, like, perfect. I feel like that was supposed to be like a passing of the torch of like mm -hmm. Chris Pine is supposed to be this because he was doing Star Trek and he's supposed to be this next guy up. But now he's not really doing a lot. He hasn't been doing much. I think he's kind of uh, I looked that up. Why? It was like he's not really a Hollywood. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he doesn't really want yeah. that to be because he was set up for it. He was probably like he was probably like, dude, this is way. Too yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was because it was like meteoric. It was like, Ooh. yeah, he mm -hmm. was fucking because he, he was in the because he was doing the rom coms yep, before yep, yep. Mm -hmm. and then going straight up to the fucking action. He was gonna be the next Tom Cruise. Yeah, you're funny and you're handsome. Yeah, like and he was in Wonder Woman. Yeah, like once the Wonder Woman happened, that was supposed to be like. Fucking! He's supposed to like you're supposed. You're gonna to, be in a Marvel movie. You're gonna yeah, be in your own Marvel exactly, movie. Exactly, exactly. But but Post Wonder Woman, it was like. But now I think he just became more selective in the movies he's making. An artist. Now he's rich. He's already rich. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. He's like, I'm rich enough. I don't yeah. need a hundred million dollars. So yeah, Unstoppable, my favorite action movie of, um, the 2010s. I'd say top five because it's up there with John Wick. Like for sure, like it's intense as fuck. Yeah. Like you're, I was like on the edge you're locked in the yeah. entire movie, and I don't think there's a lot of movies nowadays that do that. I think it was really ahead of its time, but um, but yeah, Unstoppable. I think it's fucking sick. And then my number one is Snowpiercer. My number one. That's the one I told you to watch. Yeah. Man, do you haven't seen Snowpiercer? I think we said we. Always. That's like three genres in one. <laughs> Snowpiercer's fucking crazy, Amanda. Fucking crazy. Chris Evans said, I'm Captain yeah, I was America. Say, Chris Evans is in that movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm Captain America. 
and a baby eater. All right. Trust me, dude. <laughs> Snowpiercer is worth the watch. Like one of the best movies ever. Like of the 2010s. So is is he a cannibal? No, 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 no. It's like just, that's all. I just wanted to say <laughs> that just so people would be like, "What?" I want you to go watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. I'll say I'll add to that that there's a part in the movie which is probably one of my. There's a couple favorite parts in like the first thirty minutes. The arm, mm-hmm. the arm. Now y'all know the phone was making you like fuck. I want to go watch it. I'll like, just say the arm. The arm. That's just, all you gotta say. But I'll I'll describe in detail something that happens before that, mm-hmm. where the people in the front of the train go to the back and they're like, "We need a violin player," and they go to the couple, the old couple, mm-hmm. and then they get the guy. They get the guy. They're like, "Hey, you come here. Uh, we want you to play the violin up front." And they're like, and the guy's like, but my wife plays it so much better than me. He's like, take my wife good to go to the front. And then they end up taking him and he like runs back or some shit and he like pushes his wife forward. And then the guy, the security guards, whatever, throw the wife on the ground and smash her hands. And then they're like, come up and tell the guy like, let's go up front. Those movies like that. I hate the, I never hate the rich people. I hate their underlings more than I hate the rich people. Mm-hmm. Cause they're like, I'm like, oh, fuck. They just is you gotta watch them. And it's all this. That's what the movie's about. It's class. It's class. Yeah. yeah. And oh my, it's a literal like, and it's so clever yeah, the way they do things. The class system is really built into the train. So like, the further you go to the front, the better it gets. Yeah. And just the the slow, just like Parasite, same director, just like Parasite. Oh yeah, you did tell me that. This is one of his few American movies. Yes, yes, yes. And because uh, he also did Okja, uh, the Netflix movie. But uh, Snowpiercer is just, it's like Parasite in the way where it just keeps unfolding. Mm-hmm. Like more and more details about the story and just adding things. It's just like, it's such a clever movie. You'll never movie. figure it out either. Like a yeah. lot of movies, you, this movie, you're like, oh, you're like this might that. be how it ends, but like mm-hmm. you'll just you'll even see the first 10 minutes and you'll be like, not even expect what's going to happen in the next 10 minutes. The thing yeah. that actually... And the whole theory, <laughs> where there's a theory that mm-hmm. it's the... Uh, it's a. Uh, but if you say that, that's going to give away... Okay, okay, okay. How the train moves. Remember yeah. how the train moves? Yeah. Yeah, no. Never mind, guys. Yeah. <laughs> don't watch Snowpiercer. Yeah, Snowpiercer. Even yeah. though we've been spoiling movies literally oh, all yeah. the time. No, but Snowpiercer is like <laughs> yeah. worse. Yeah, that's the one you can't... You gotta watch Snowpiercer. It's perfect, dude. It's so great. It's the best. It is the best train movie. It's on Netflix, isn't it? I think I've seen it. It used on to be. I think be. it's a Netflix movie, isn't no. it? Yeah, it is a Netflix movie. No, yeah. it used to be on Netflix, though. I know what you're talking about. Oh. But uh, I think. It just had the color scheme of it. And also the color grading of the movie. Everything's all gray. But then, like, when you, the first time you see Tilda Swinton come in, she's wearing the yellow dress mm-hmm. and it's just so bright. Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, there's an extreme difference. Like, mm-hmm. kind of like that. But it's it's a great movie. It's so great. But yeah, those are my top five. Top five train movies is Silver Streak, uh, Terror Train, The Train, Unstoppable, and Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer is just oh, cool yeah. because the the more like the the movie has to happen that way. They're like the beginning of the movie, they tell you this train can't stop moving. Yeah, like that's the it's like we yeah because there's like a part where like Chris Evans says to a little kid, he is like, "I'll get you anything you want." 
And the kid's like, anything in the whole wide train? And so that's like the world. Their world. Because oh, there, wow. there's kids born on that train. There's like, there's actually, they tell you in the movie, I think there's like two or three generations that might have gone through that train because they've been on there yeah, for like a hundred years or something like that. Something like that. And there's, I don't want to give away anything. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Because they tell you that's the movie. The movie there's is like things climate that we, change. Yeah, there's things that we use all the time. They're like, that went extinct like 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. And they said oh, what yeah. happened was that there's planes that <clears throat> were trying to reverse the planet heating up. Yeah. So they put these part they snuck chemtrails it, and they said that the the particles were supposed to reflect the sunlight back at the sun, like reflected. Yeah, back it was basically like a global warming like so it, savior, but it but went but it, it went wrong. Too uh-huh. well. That's what they like. It worked too good, and it dropped the te- planet temperature to like negative negative something like negative 70 across the planet except for like one part so it like put the earth into like an like another ice age oh, yeah. basically that's the, main, yeah. that's the main point and so the they're just on this train that just keep that like never revolves stops around earth yeah if the, play, if the train stops i think they'll freeze it down like the whole train will just that has to keep moving freeze over and that's it oh i see so, so it's a great movie G- great movie dude I'll check it out and uh so yeah those are my top five yeah did you say pelham no, it actually wasn't in my top five. Yeah. But I, it was in my honorable mentions, though. Yeah. Pelham is really good. Both of them, the original and the new one. Recency bias. It was mm-hmm. good. But when he was like, why'd you take the 30 grand? I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Unstoppable is also great. I just want to go back to it. <laughs> Unstoppable is also great because it's the last time I watched it, I picked up that it's about like these young guys. Like in the beginning of the movie, these young guys coming in to take these old guys' jobs. It's like a very economic statement on what's going on in the world. I thought that was great. He said, or I'll fire you. He was like, you did 72 days ago. I was like, bar. <laughs> Stick it to the man. Fuck you, Yeah. Bar. It's a very age. Because he was, he had like two years left to retirement. And they were like, mm-hmm. like the military getting you to 19. They'd be like, nah, dude, we're going to med discharge you. See you later. <laughs> like, that's the yeah. same thing. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? It's a great movie about the ageism and, you know, yeah. the working class. About like how these young guys are gonna do the old, a better job or do their job better and faster and quicker. But they're not. Such is life. That was like. It's kind of like out with the Denzel, old. Yeah, why Denzel was like, nah, like I know this, like don't ask me how I know this. I know this. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell you how I know because I've been doing this for twenty years. I don't know how I know this. Yeah. I've just been doing like, it every day. Like, At the point where like you can't even teach it, like you don't know what to teach. Yeah. Exactly. You're just exactly. second nature. I'm not a trainer. I've just been doing this. I know what the fuck. I know this shit like like the back of like my hand. Uh, mm-hmm. His lines. He's like, I know that. He's like, because I can count how many are past this. Yeah, he's like a trained fucking back of his hand kind of thing. He did the same thing in Pelham One, Two, Three. He was like the ultimate dispatcher. He was like, tell him do this, tell him take this, tell him yeah, this, and until then do they that. like demoted him, and they were like, you're on the fucking. You're the what's it? I don't know. The he was a that's that's what his demotion was with the train dispatcher. Because mm-hmm. he was a like assistant director of transportation. Yeah, he was like the conductor. He was like a master conductor yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And then, but when they demoted him to dispatcher, he knew where every single tunnel was and everything like that. That's the difference. Which I think that's the difference is that Unstoppable is more of a train movie, like a train, but like Pelham One Two Three is like a sub more of a subway movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hostage. Yeah. They barely, they don't move. They don't move. It's just in a subway, mm-hmm. in a tunnel. <laughs> they actually don't. I might not actually say nothing. Yeah, they actually don't move until like the last 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. With the, 
unstoppable. They have like police out there, and, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. fire department, and everything, like city evacuation. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, because that actually that a train derailed not too long ago somewhere in America. They like fucked up a town. It was like it blew up. It was like a sixty car train derailment. It was damn bad. holy yeah, shit. It was really bad. That's crazy. They had to like evacuate people for like because. You know, hazmat. The trains yeah. actually do move a lot of stuff. Like, oh yeah, even the military still uses trains for things. Yeah, yeah, like things they don't trust in the air. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Or it's just sometimes it's cheaper or quicker. Yeah, or yeah. whatever it has. I think that's what quicker. it is. Yeah, it's yeah. like cheaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess we can move on to a different. That's the train movies for Bullet Train. I don't even know if I want to watch that movie. To be honest, I just I wanted think, it to be I don't topical. <laughs> Probably not. I'll wait till streaming. Yeah, I think I said that last week. I'll wait till streaming. Um, I kind of want to have to see it because I just want to know if it sucks or not. Yeah, I haven't heard. I haven't heard any reviews, so it's like I don't know. Maybe it's like a select few might like it. It'll be like a maybe. It'll be like Unstoppable, or like ten years from now, mm-hmm. people will be like, Bullet Train was actually yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. A train movie is a hard thing to pull off. Mm-hmm. You gotta be a really good director. Yeah, you gotta know how to fucking, yeah. It's like the, the settings just like, one set. Any yeah, it's one, one setting, setting bound to that fucking train. Exactly. Yeah, like watch Buried with Ryan Reynolds. I yeah. refuse to watch that movie because that is my yeah. third worst nightmare. <laughs> Buried <laughs> is oh, crazy, amazing, movie. dude. Buried is. F- I remember we used to talk about that movie so much when we were younger too. We, oh buried. my god, dude! Yeah. Because buried, especially at the end, I'm gonna spoil it, dude. The ending when they're when he is on the phone, yeah, and he's like, "We almost got you," and they're like burning, burning, and they're and like the sand is just fucking piling, yeah, and he's about like to suffocate. And he's like, "We almost got you. We're at the fucking. We're hitting. We hit the fucking uh, box or whatever." Yeah, and they're like, "We're so sorry." We're at the wrong location. <laughs> They're at the wrong fucking spot. And he dies, and right? He dies at he the just end. Fucking dies. Damn. Crazy. Who buried it, like, him? It like gets to like you like your terrorist pumping because he was a truck driver, and they exploded. They blew up his truck and they captured him, and then they buried him underground. He was a, tra- he was a truck driver for the military. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Civilian truck driver in Iraq. Yeah. That's uh, fucked. That's. Wild. Then they just buried him alive. Yeah, that's just me with a that's cell barbaric, phone. Bro. Yeah, cell yeah, phone just, that's barbaric. That's barbaric. Exactly. Just my fucking head off, dude. I'm okay with that. Burying I... me. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> then but... you gave me a phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? And then like the whole like the lighter fluid goes out like toward at the end of the movie, and then the battery, the phone battery is dying, and. The sand is piling in, and then at one time, like he falls asleep, but then he wakes up, and there's a snake in there. They put like a snake in the box or some shit. It's crazy, dude. That movie is insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went to sleep. Yeah, he fell asleep. I mean, he had to. That's what I'm just saying. That's like I've never thought about that. Like, what if you fall asleep and you're waking and you're like, "Fuck, I'm still in the box." <laughs> there's just yeah. There's just like, like you just remember right like there. Then you start like, or, like you almost forget. Yes, and you start like freaking out, and you're like, "What the?" F-? You can't move. Yeah, that'd make me go insane. But yeah, one person, literally, like, no, almost no location, <clears throat> and fucking, you just have voice actors for the phone, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. And you make a great fucking ninety-minute movie. That's impressive. That's intense as fuck. 
where it's just a guy with in a box with a lighter. A whole movie. Like that's That makes sense why they lost him though. I didn't know it was overseas. They're not it's not gonna be as like easy here to like pinpoint yeah, because like, he's in the middle of the desert. Yeah, yeah. But and you um, still gotta be careful not to just be out there like roaming the streets because they blow your dumb ass up. And exactly. then, um, why did we start talking about this? One location, One location. the train. Uh, he actually passed out a couple times, like while shooting, like while he was in the coffin. Because of the oxygen deprivation. Yeah. What the fuck? So he really was he like, to, like buried. Like he was like hyperventilating. No, I think he was just in a box. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's crazy. It's hardcore he, shit. He, he, bur- he was burning his fingers. Like, I fucking bet. Like, I was thinking about that the entire movie. I was like, my hand. I'd be like, ugh. But then he set in the movie like sets it down and lets it. Did they put a hose in there? Hmm. The did they bury like a pipe in there for him to stay alive? No, like an air hole. I think they just buried him. They like just buried him in a fucking box. Oh, I googled that. They was like, you would die after like three hours. Because your eyes would, would go away. You just, yeah. So they, were like, you, they were like, it's actually not. They're like, it's terrible to die being buried alive, but you won't. They were like, you won't know that you died because you'll just suffocate from oxygen deprivation. Mm-hmm. At that point, bro, I'll just fall asleep. Yeah. And just die in my sleep. Dude, man. I, was told, I, was like, I would just start helping. <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to, like, just suck the oxygen up as fast as I could. Yeah. Just pass out. Don't know that I died, boy. I'm already buried. <laughs> I'm already here. But uh, but yeah, one location is fucking tough. Yeah. But that's what a lot of like student films are. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. like just one location, like Pretty or two much. locations, and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of first movies film. are one location. Now, yeah. one location that just means it's shot in the same exact spot the whole time. Not yeah. like Parasite, where it's like we're in the same house. Is that one location also in Parasite? I mean, technically, but there's multiple. They have like multiple, like the locations, backyard, the yeah. basement, the fucking. Yeah, they go through the whole house. Well, no, like that's one location because they built the house for the movie. Oh, that's right. That's so one location doesn't mean like one shot in one central like not room like or one nothing. room. Yeah, no, like one location is like one. Building like building basically, but then you have like Italian job would be like that's a multiple location, like you're driving across the country, yeah, yeah, doing all that, okay. And then because, like, yeah, Reservoir Dogs is like 90% in the warehouse, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. all in that warehouse. Saw Saw is one location, saw too. See, because then when you say saw, I'm thinking, I think I keep like Reservoir Dogs, I keep thinking like one room, it's like I've only you only ever see them in that one warehouse, warehouse, yeah. Well, like, saw, there's also scenes. You know, yeah, it does change outside. There's yeah. the detectives looking for the uh, other, yes, that's right. Okay, you're right. You're yeah, right, I mean, and plus, right. like, but, the victims are in like different rooms and mm-hmm. shit, like, ah. they have different, yeah, like, and, and the uh, torture, and even shit. in Reservoir Dogs, there's parts, you know, the flashbacks, yeah, when they're on the street, yeah. yeah, there's the opening scene in the diner, and there's you know, I don't, I can't think of any other scenes right now. The part in the bathroom, and then when they robbed the they robbed the bank, they robbed right? the bank, or yeah. it's like after the bank when they're running away, yeah. Which is smart. Like, you can't afford to shoot a bank robbery. Just shoot after it. Yeah. Before and after. Just don't show the robbery. Mm-hmm. Um, panic Room was like that. Too. I'm not, I'm yeah, not Panic Room is a, one of those. 120, 127 hours. Yeah, 127 hours is a really good one. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I'm trying to think of my favorite one intense. location. The Lighthouse. Yeah, probably the Lighthouse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Yeah. 
this one high school. You're in that library. This is the end. No, they go outside. No, Did they go to the. No, they they go the, to fucking Carl's Jr. Yeah, <laughs> they go to Carl Jr. They go to they start out at the, the airport. House. They go to that house next door. They start out at the airport. They go to the store in the middle of the party. So there's yeah. like multiple, but mm-hmm. like the the whole second and third act is in one yeah. one house. Yeah. So I guess pretty much that is one location mm-hmm. for the most part. But they're yeah, but that's not like a cheap. No. Like they like they had a choice to make it one location. Is one location mm-hmm. usually closer to low budget or yeah for yeah, yeah. yeah. or they're just like cheaper to make. Mm-hmm. But like obviously with this is the end they had like CGI they yeah. had you have the fucking. It literally every famous person from that time frame of like yeah. 2010. Yeah. It was everybody they had like in that prime, movie. They had like prime Kevin Hart. Prime Ke- just to show up for like, <laughs> for like three five minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, three minutes. And he dies, doesn't he? He dies. Yeah. Everybody dies. You're like, yeah. oh, Z- you just Yeah, they got Aziz Ansari. Yeah. They got Riri. They, they got-, got Rihanna? Yeah, they had Dude. Rihanna. Emma Emma Watson. Emma Watson, that was funny. That's right. They had the whole super bad cat. They had everybody. They had Michael Sarah show up. Yeah, Michael Sarah. McLovin showed up. Yeah, Mc- was he? Yeah, McLovin mm-hmm. was at the party. Remember yeah. they were standing there at the, on the edge of the pool? He like blew coke in his yeah, face. Yeah, <laughs> the coke in his face. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot, and it's like a Rear Window, like the Hitchcock movie. Uh, Clerks. Clerks. Yes, yes, yes. And One Clerks was like is like the yeah. essential, like low budget, like literally. Kevin Smith wanted to shoot in color, yeah. but black and white was cheaper. So he's like, let's shoot in black and white. And then, uh, really worked. The one I love. It fucking worked. Good movie. The one I love. I, which one is that one? With, uh, Marky Fox and Elizabeth Moss. No idea. Oh, are you talking about the one where they're in that house? Is that the picture where they're like, they're both yeah, in there? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. movie is nuts. Well, you talking about some weird shit? That shit is weird. That's another movie HBO. you'll never, you'll never get. Oh, the one we were just to uh, get What's out. What's the name again? Get out, the get out, get out, get out is one location, one house. This is like yeah. ninety years. They're um, driving. That's all you ever see. Yeah, they drive. They're in the apartment and yeah. then they're driving. Mm-hmm. It's always like taking place in the house or like the backyard when they have that like weird the party. Weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's one. Yeah, that's um, one. I just thought of one. The auction. Boy, that shit just popped into my head. That all just seems Yeah, where like, you think it's bingo, but then it keeps panning out, and then you see the picture of him, and you're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck, you're like, bro? You're like, that's probably the most racist scene I've ever seen. <laughs> like, the past, like, 30 years. This is, like, the most racist thing yeah. I've ever seen. Auctioning, auctioning a modern black person is, like, Dude, the wildest That's crazy. Thing. <laughs> you're wild for that, Jordan Peele. And uh, <laughs> Alien is one location. Oh yeah. Basically. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Um Paranormal Activity. Yeah. That's one location. That's that's, that's a good a one. Would life, would life of Pi be one location? The, I don't give a fuck about life of Pi. Didn't we watch Life of Pi together and we like turn that shit off? Yeah, you know, we didn't like I didn't like it that much, no, to be honest. Didn't it win awards? Yeah, it did. It just like didn't interest me. There was because we watched it. I remember I literally remember we were watching it. When we were like eleven, like twelve years old, or some shit like that, and yeah. then the part where the whale goes over the boat or some shit, we were like, "Let's turn this." He's shit on up. the boat with a tiger, right? Yeah, we were like, "This is bullshit, bro!" Like we turned it off. Bro. The tiger would have ate the shit out of you. A tiger does not give a fuck about you, bro. Ate the shit out of you. That too, yeah. The tiger would have fucked him up. I'm hungry. That tiger would have got hungry and fucked him. They would have got hungry and ate you. What was the budget for Paranormal Activity? 
Was it like ten thousand dollars or some shit? It was cheap yeah, as I'm fuck. Yeah, I think we looked at. I think it was twenty. <laughs> I think it was twenty grand. It was cheap as fuck. Uh, budget was twenty-eight million. No, that's how much it made. Yeah. What was the budget? It says budget. That's not the budget, babe. That, that we looked <laughs> that up before. The Exorcist. That was one location. Dude, fucking dog day afternoon. That's one location. Dude. Yeah, that's yeah, one location. I was about location. to say. I was like, I know we just, it's 15,000. Yeah, that's 15, a good one location, 15, too. 15,000. Dog day afternoon. Oh, it, no, yeah, it's 230,000 because production was 15 grand, but post was 200. Yeah, marketing 000. and, yeah, yeah I'm sure. But 215,000 for marketing and editing is like, well, like nothing. Well, like spending $15,000 on the movie, on production. But then having, because you gotta admit, those things had commercials and billboards. Yeah, and, it did, it did. And mm-hmm. so, like, you you gotta to get that out there on like mainstream TV. Mm-hmm. That's expensive as that fuck. Was, yeah. But if they only spend two hundred grand on, it was a pretty big fucking deal when that movie came out. Yeah, yeah I remember everyone was well, like, well because it was gotta see that movie. Yeah, because yeah. that came out now, that would not work. Because mm-hmm. Blair Witch was like that too. Blair Witch was cheap. You that need was a, a million dollars right now for a fucking market. Blair Blair Witch. Uh, was a student film. Yeah, it said original yeah. budget thirty five to sixty thousand, but it wasn't until like final cost, like post production. Like, yeah, two hundred yeah. grand out the door for a movie is it's still good. Very good. I yeah, because but, like, but I'm saying Paranormal Activity, Paranormal Activity, and Blair Witch Project wouldn't work now because we have the internet. Because like when you watch Paranormal Activity, you thought that shit was real. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it looked Witch real too. as fuck. Blair, you thought Blair Witch because that started. If there was no Blair Witch, there would be no paranormal activity. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because Very that's true. found footage horror mm-hmm. is a that cre- Blair Witch created that. Mm-hmm. So like you thought everyone thought Blair Witch Project was real because mm-hmm. even in the marketing they created like a website of like the real people and the yeah. and shit like that. But like now you go on the internet and be like, oh, that shit was fake. That shit yeah. was genius when Blair Witch came out. Cause that's a. I think that's the scariest part of that text at the beginning of those movies. Like, these people, blah, blah, blah. This yeah. is their footage that we... So you're like, oh, these people died. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no happy ending to yeah. this. Yeah, it makes you think that that, that is the real footage. Yeah, because yeah. it proves that, that you could just it. do that. You could just say anything was based on a true story. Yeah. Like, uh, the Coen brothers did it, which was hilarious. They did it for Fargo. Like, in the beginning of Fargo, it says, based on a true story. But then in Fargo, nothing happens. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, it's just regular-ass people. Yeah, you go looking it up, you're like, oh. It's not even like <laughs> nothing even happened. Yeah. Like there wasn't even that big of a story. And it was just funny that at the beginning of the movie they said based on a true story or real events or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like while you're watching the movie, it's like what event? Like a dead body? Like mm-hmm. it was funny. I but I think that's what scared people with paranormal activity. The same thing with the Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just found was found footage and you're like, This and is the conjuring. When they remade Texas Chainsaw in like two thousand three, they made yes. it. They remade yeah. it a lot. Yeah, they remade it this year. I think the, the whole three the Netflix one, movie. I think I saw the three one. one was the one everybody was like, "Oh, this that was like the re- like, yeah, like this is the good remake. Like this mm-hmm. doesn't." Suck That's when ass. it was like Leatherface. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it was, it was named Leatherface. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because yeah. the rest of them are like with his family and shit, right? Like it's about like his relatives and all those yeah. weirdos and shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I watched two. I was like, "This is garbage." The first one terrified. Me, I was like, oh yeah, 
run home if I was playing outside. I'd be like, this nigga's still alive, bro. <laughs> they tell you it's those things at the end. Never caught never caught. face. Yeah. Never never found the people. Never found from paranormal activity. Never found the girl when she left the house. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, that's terrifying. Yeah, I remember yeah, this is a different a thing. But I remember I was at one of my friends' house and they were their family was watching Zodiac. I was young too. And I was like, you know, they uh, like the, I don't know if they knew it was based on a true story. I think they were just watching it, but I was like, you know, they like never found the Zodiac killer. And they were like, well, thanks a lot. <laughs> like I ruined the movie for them, yeah. but, but I don't think they knew that it was like based on a true story. But I was like, you know, they never like found him, like ever identified. And they were like, well, <laughs> <laughs> but Zodiac's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, like spoil shit in a true life story, dude. <laughs> Too bad you don't know how to read. But but yeah. Um one location, uh Paranormal Activity. That was the first movie that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that movie scared the fuck out of me when it first I came out. I couldn't sleep that night. Yeah. I was a grown man and I was scared. I could not sleep last night. I remember I watched it was me, my brother and my parents watched Paranormal Activity. Couldn't sleep. Because at Blockbuster, my dad rented Paranormal Activity and uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't sleep because I was scared to death that my mom would wake up and just stand in front of my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared to death, bro. I was scared to death. Oh and, and so I just couldn't sleep. And then my dad was asleep on the couch. And so I just like silently put in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. And I was just watching it as a little kid. And uh, Dude, that, let me watch something that's going to make me laugh. That's yeah. what I always say. And then that was the first time I ever saw Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. And that Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back holds a dear place in my heart. Saved you. <laughs> it's, saved you. It saved me from paranormal activity because I'll always remember Jay and Silent Bob for that. For saving me from paranormal activity yeah. because that shit was scary. I think what always got me was the scene where like she gets pulled out of bed and mm-hmm. she's like getting dragged across the floor. That scared the fuck out of me. I was like, like I'd be going you, to sleep and like, what if I just get pulled yeah, out of bed just, right you now? You feel something like you sleep and you be like, oh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that probably, that probably <laughs> revamped it makes the you fear. Like looking around your room and that shit. revamped the fear of like people not letting your, your foot, foot yeah, over the edge it. of the bed. Nope, yeah, definitely. Nope, nope, and you got to be completely under the covers. You got to be <laughs> under the covers on the bed. Like you can't let nothing be. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. feet has to be tucked in. She got she got dragged. That was because then she did the scream when she screamed his name. I was like, damn, you got got, bro. Seriously, she trapped you. Set up that trap. What was his name? Jacob? William? No, it was something weird, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, she was like, name, whatever his name was. Name. <laughs> I know it started with like a J. Micah. Yeah. Some... Micah. Oh, Micah. Yeah. Micah! She screamed <laughs> like that, but her voice changed. The little subtle things they did. Because also all the, yeah. the subtle point was that all the actors, like, that's the real name. The first name is the real name. Mm. So it's like when you look up the movie and you see the actors, it's their real, real name. So it makes it ten times easier yeah. for them to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Hey, Micah. Yeah. But yeah. but even like Google in two thousand nine, right. you could all you could do was like Google the movie mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. shit like that. And but if you see my his real name's Micah, you're like, oh shit. And it makes not, you think it's real. Yeah, they're not popular actors at all. No. So it's like, oh shit, these people we don't know who these people are. Nope. So it's like that's why getting first time actors is a big fucking deal because if you know how to direct, yeah. mm-hmm. you fucking get paranormal. Good on them for 
doing such a great performance. Those guys really yeah. did a great performance. And I remember thinking like that movie was real. Yeah. At first, when I was a little kid, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, like this shit shit's really real. Right. This is yeah. actually yeah. raw footage. Yes. Yeah. Like the ring when you like cut the tape, you're like, "I shouldn't have been watching this." <laughs> Yeah. Because it's just real. Didn't it have a part in the ring VHS where it was the part? It was like yeah, the yeah, scene yeah. from the thing that they were watching on TV. It's so like I think, at the end. yeah, if you left it on, that like would at the pop end of the credits yes. or some shit, you'd be like, Bah! The static and then let the you mess. be sleep and you're like, <laughs> you fell asleep with the movie on. You like, oh no, hell no. Nah. Birds don't sleep. Hell <laughs> no. <Yeah. nah. laughs> After that, fucking burn it. When that's, that's how it was. With, just throw uh, the fucking Reed. thing away. <laughs> Well, you were scared? Mm-hmm. Because it's like in that desert town. Uh, yes, yes. Like Blair Witch for me, they were like, this mm. is in Maryland. You're like, oh. <laughs> that's down the street, buddy. And fucking The Exorcist. That was in Georgetown. So that was like mm. 30 minutes down the street. Yeah. I don't that's, fuck with none of that shit. That's scary as fuck. Terrifying. And you had the yeah. DC sniper like in real life. Like, you're terrified, yeah, bro. That, then you be wondering why what I'm paranoid. Huh? You be wondering yeah. why I'm paranoid. 9-11? Come on, dog. The sniper. <laughs> that, I'm waiting for that movie to come out. The DC sniper movie? I think they tried once. I think they tried to make like something modeled to, after I it. I think it was like a straight-to-TV movie. Yeah. But it's still too, like, you got to wait another five, ten years. Yeah, you got to wait for the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... <laughs> they should make a comedy about that. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. That would January be January sixth. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought said you were in America, so it was like whatever to you guys. Yeah, yeah. You guys <laughs> just like some, shit going yeah. 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 whatever. You're like, all right, cool. <laughs> but uh, AHN. Ne- yeah. Next uh, topic is pred- I want to talk Predator. Do it. Uh, how I watched all the Predator movies. I need to let all this shit out. Um, yeah. Where are we at first? Hour. Oh, perfect. The first Predator was uh, when Arnold goes to the dude who played Apollo Creed. He's like, Dylan. Carl Weathers. You son, son of, of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> and they fucking lock arms. That's <laughs> the meme of and all memes. It turned into biceps. a meme. Where it's, it's like the painting of the... Mm-hmm. I was literally about to ask my brother to paint a huge canvas of that both shot. Both their biceps just the fucking... Oiled up. Oiled just up. Fucking... But that's like prime 80s right there. Yeah. You right. just gotta like fucking focus Steroid. in on the... <laughs> Like a literally yeah. a, a process shot of two on Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger just... just flexing bice- the shit out just... of their biceps. Just <laughs> it's oiled It's like up. oiled, bro. It's like there's lighting on it. It's... <laughs> and, it and it pauses for like a good like yeah. two there's seconds. Like, it's a two or three second shot. Yeah, yeah it's just that is, yeah. biceps. It's a... <laughs> and then cut it's fucking it's, and every man was like I'm gonna go hit the gym now. and then you and then you hear about like behind the scenes how like everyone like Jesse Ventura and everyone was like were like measuring arms through production <laughs> wow. that's fucking like whose awesome. arms are bigger yeah they're fucking doing toes they're, they're just fucking <laughs> and iron just... dude they were working out during production during it's, the set that's it's crazy awesome. that's, that's awesome. frown call weathers too yeah Jesse the body mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking old painless. I rem- old painless, the minigun. That's fucking awesome. <sighs> yeah, Predator is that's a, a good. F- movie. It's fucking iconic, bro. But then uh, it, there's not that many um, '80s like one-liners, like as much as he, you know, Arnold has. Like in uh, like the Running Man, he has more like little one-liner jokes. Yeah. But in Predator, he has like the one. Remember where he throws the knife? He's like stick, stick around. Em. Yeah, stick around. <laughs> and then yeah. fucking walk. I'm like. 
sticker around. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan. Come on, come and get me. You kill me. Kill I'm me. right here. I'm right here. What the fuck <laughs> you waiting for? <laughs> what are you waiting for? And then the the when you hear I'm the good. like the uh get to the chopper. Yeah, he says that in Predator, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All his like famous punchlines. All of punch those memes from like four years ago. For some reason, Predator like just because the scene, the shot with him sitting up against the tree, that was a the, meme for the, the longest. You one ugly yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, the the arm thing was definitely a meme That's, for the yeah. longest. You one ugly motherfucker. Predator with no yeah. mask on was a meme for the yeah. longest. When your girl wake up in the morning with and no it, makeup, it's yeah. Predator. <laughs> And it has like the and people make fun of like predator dreads, dreads and shit like that. Yeah, and but like when your dreads are all like stiff, they <laughs> they make fun like of. The predator. <laughs> um, but yeah, predator is fucking iconic, and I also watched super iconic. predator two. Now what is two? With starring Danny Glover. Yeah, and he's in the city. He's yes. in the LA. Yes. I've seen yes. that one. That is. I've seen yes. that, one. that one is great. It, it gets shit. Good. It gets shit on so much. It does. Yeah, it's seen where he for the fucking alien gruesome. makes his. Goo and he's like, mm, does the fucking roar? Yeah. And the grandma's out in the living room is like, what the fuck was that? Like, what the fuck? He skins people in the second yes. one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he yes. does that in the first one. No, no, he does in the first one. Yeah. He, who does he skin? The people when they get there. Oh, like the indigenous people. Yeah, like when the they get there in Cambodia, oh. the first people they mm-hmm. see, yeah, are are hung upside people. down, diaconic, hung upside down, shot. Yeah. Um. They're skinned. I don't think he skins anybody else though. No. But in the second one, he does it. Dude, well. there's it's sick because they got like the Jamaican voodoo gang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. the Mexican gang. It's yeah. like completely stereotypical. Mm-hmm. Probably problematic. It's in New York City, <laughs> right? In L.A. Oh, it's in L.A. And it's like it hot as shit. Mm-hmm. Which is like in all Predator movies, it has to be hot because that's yeah. like when they. Sweat. That's when they come out. Is like Predator. Comes out like on the hottest days or the hottest seasons, mm-hmm. and um, did you learn that from Prey? That was uh, in the first one. She said the girl says it, the little yeah, the refugee sure or whatever. Yeah, and um, the Predator. I watched Predator Two, which was probably my f- out of all of the Predator movies. Predator Two is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like I, I say, Predator One for me. Just Predator One is iconic, great. Bro. It's great. Yeah. But like, if you want some variety, like you want to switch up, like Predator is Predator. I think that's standalone. That's like having a favorite Tarantino movie. Like Pulp Fiction is Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. But like, you have to like Django and you have to like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and shit or Kill Bill. True. But like, Pulp Fiction is obviously the greatest. Like, it's obviously the best movie. But like, to have your favorite. Yeah, like, everybody loves Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, that's there will like, be generations after us will be like, "That's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen." Mm-hmm. That movie will never get old. Ever, like, everyone will always love that. It's movie. timeless. Yeah, it's it really a is a perfect timeless. movie. Yeah, um, it won an Oscar for best original screenplay, mm-hmm. and uh, Tarantino's second movie. It's great. That's really good, bro. Mm-hmm. For second movie, Travolta again revived uh, Travolta. Travolta. Um. But yeah, so Predator Two was great. I watched Predators with the one with Adrian Brody. Yeah, where they're on, they're like on a different planet. They get they're on their planet. Yeah, they get sent to their planet. And well, there's like, like multiple. Yeah, hence Predators. I remember that one uh, especially because there's like the samurai dude, 
and he actually the, the yakuza the yakuza guy and yeah. he fights the predator and he like almost kills him doesn't yeah. he yeah he was going toe to toe yeah he, he does, was going toe to toe with the he predator does, i think they both die they kill each other yeah they both they I both they do kill the, each other the fucking uh harakiri yeah when they're running at each other yeah i was like that shit was that was That's one of dope. my favorite scenes in that yeah movie. that was my favorite scene. i like the the spin of bringing criminals they're like these yeah, are they like criminals. international criminals yeah it was like Arm different dealer, fucking russian the russian guy with the the fucking mini he gun. was supposed yeah. to be the ventura yeah like the, the old painless mm-hmm. and shit like that mm-hmm. and danny trail danny trails in it the, the cartel. cartel guy yeah yeah he was he was yeah and then fucking uh toby mcguire not toby no. mcguire Topher Grace. Grace. He was like the scientist. Yes, but then he ended up being like he wasn't a scientist. Remember, he was like, "I'm not a fucking, <laughs> I'm not a doctor." He was like, "I'm a fucking serial killer," because yeah. he he was just like he poked him with the poison. It was like deuces. Oh this shit! Is I, this is yeah, how I yeah, kill people. Yeah, yeah. I hit him yeah. with a paralytic. Yeah, but they them. did have like the most like different character, a bunch of different characters, and um, I I wasn't I liked it, but I just Lawrence Fishburne. Remember Lawrence Fishburne because he never made it off That's the planet. That's right. He was yeah, in there. He was a yeah. cuckoo bird. He was all crazy. He was shit. Like, I've been here for thirty. Some years. fucking apocalypse now shit. Yeah, yeah, it was like some apocalypse now mm-hmm. type shit. But um, and then I watched The Predator. Have you guys seen The Predator? It came out in like 2018. Mm-hmm. It's one of the newer ones. What was that one about? Is that the one with the? That wasn't the nuclear bomb. That was Alien versus Predator. Is that where he's huge? Yeah, they're fucking big. They're like massive. Um, oh, is that the one where they fight each other? No, that's that's, that's predator. That's, that's the, alien versus yeah, predator. No, right? I'm talking about the one with the, the two predator tribes. That's predator. Predators. That's predators. Where they where they're fighting each other. Yeah, there's a big. They're like two tribes of predators. Yeah, and the predator is with Olivia Munn and yeah. Michael Key. Yeah. Where it's basically a remake of the... Yes. You know yes, what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Keegan Michael Key was in that one. It and was basically like a remake of... Of the um, original, the first yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I've seen it. I saw it and I was like, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I'd never seen it before. And I watched it and I was like, this isn't that good. But then a few days later, I was like, wait, that might actually be kind of good. So yeah. I'll have to like rewatch it. I bought it mm-hmm. for five bucks on like on uh, iTunes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was five bucks. I was like, fuck it. I'll just yeah. buy it. But now I own it. Mm-hmm. So I guess I could watch it whenever. Um, but yeah, it's 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 all right. But Where I want Predators mm-hmm. fall in AVP because we talked about Alien too. That's actually yeah. ironic that we talked about Alien too. Because I like the AVP like lore at least, like yeah. the idea that. They created these things to hunt them, and then it was mm-hmm. like a, ro- a rodent that got out of control. Out of control. See, with all the pre- like all the Prometheus stuff made all that stuff. Yeah, with the engineers. Sense. Yeah, it made everything make sense. You're like, oh, oh but the engineers exactly. Mm-hmm. The engineers is actually because Ridley Scott made Alien and Blade Runner. You can see one of the engineers in Blade Runner 2049. Shut the fuck. Yeah. Up. Is it like a like an Easter egg? Like in a yeah, in so like, supposed to be like same universe type. Yeah. Shit? So that's fucking awesome. Like it went in the part where he goes looking for the files in the mm-hmm. library, mm-hmm. and uh, when he's walking down the staircase, there's those glass cases, and one of those glass cases is a engineer. Damn. Damn. It's yeah. Go back and watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Got to. It's. There was a long like fight in my head to which I I have a certain point I thought Blade Runner twenty forty nine was better than the original. You did say that mm-hmm. on this podcast. Yeah, I because I just love it. 
I love Blade Runner 2049. And, but like the original has like a, they're just different movies. That's yeah. the only thing is like you can't really compare them. But um, but anyways, yeah. Does Prey make uh Requiem Alien versus Predators Requiem make? I never seen I never seen Requiem. The one with Annihilation. And I never I, think I saw that one. I never yeah. seen AVP Requiem, and I've never seen Alien Covenant. Those are the only ones I Covenant have. was good. I haven't seen. I like I've Covenant. heard it was good. It was a good one. What was Covenant? That was, was that came clone? out after Prometheus. Yeah, right. is that when Sigourney Weaver was the clone? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Alien Covenant was uh, yeah, yeah, one yeah. I haven't seen. I need to I'm, watch that one. Actually, I think I might be thinking of Prometheus. No, 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 was, no. That was, was a... Michael Fassbender was the uh, robot. Mm-hmm. He was the android. Yeah. And he pulled his head yeah, off when that's he right. saw him. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But Alien vs. Predator, not that good of a movie, but it's cool. It's like a cool concept of like the crossover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it's a, a hard... super cool crossover. And then when I they, liked uh, it. Do the combo, the alien predator combo, because the alien impregnates the predator. Oh, so when he yeah. fucking uh, when the thing bursts out, it has the it has the the predator. Uh, oh, that's right. You never saw Requiem. That's the end of it. Is that they make a alien predator hybrid? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to watch those the two alien versus predator ones. Yeah, yeah but the thing costs out. And it's like, eh. and I think that's what the movie with what's the one where they nuke the whole city. It was Alien versus Predator. The first one? How many Alien? They made two. two they made three, them. I think. I thought it was two. There was one I know where they were like, we have to nuke the whole city because it got overrun by the yeah, aliens. By it the was aliens. impregnating everybody. Yeah. And then I think the alien that it was was the Predator-Alien hybrid that was doing it. So it was stronger than Predators. It was like fucking these niggas up. Like Damn. This. Yeah. I'll have to rewatch Get those ones. As, and, and Prometheus and... Um, the whole what would that covenant. be called? That would you call it like a universe thing? Yeah, like an AVP universe. Yeah, AVP verse. AVP verse. Um, but yeah, where are we at now? Hour seventeen. It is only three hours. Yeah, but I think we should end it right now. We should just wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, they they released for so anybody listening. They released a uh, Predator watch list since Prey came out. They gave, they oh shit! List of, of all, like in order? Yeah, yeah. Prey is it's cool. I had my, I have a lot of like nitpicks for it, but there's nothing like nothing bad about the movie. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, if like like me, if like you're a fan of the the franchise, yeah, you're gonna fuck with Prey. It's pretty sick, and it's like the way the Predator looks is like different than yeah it. i think that's the one that i'm thinking about where like they switch up his look mm-hmm. yeah and he's bigger right i know i keep thinking that he's bigger there are a lot huge. of the newer one in the newer movies are bigger way bigger yeah they're like because even foot, in the first one he's foot. big yeah but i think as the movies go on they they're just like taller yeah but i'll check it out yeah prey right. just came out it's sick and like the whole comanche part of it is is pretty fucking it's crazy but it's like i don't know all my nitpicks are like very just like why did you have to do it this way you should have just done it i'll let you guys watch it and then we'll talk about it like another time you should mm-hmm. probably come back next week i'm done so we could just talk about more shit yeah and um we gotta should we announce our our, our draft idea just say it i'm gonna say it fuck it fuck it <laughs>
So I was talking to Menda uh, on the way to pick up Tatiana, um, which you should be a part of. You want to come through next week? Yeah, I'm done. Um, we have an idea for an episode. It's not my original idea. I'm stealing it from like three other podcasts because I've seen like three other shows do it. And uh, only one I've seen like do it that's like entertaining. But I think we obviously will like just make it funny because we're not like fucking nerds. <laughs> like we're not fucking dorks. You know what I mean? I think from <laughs> like, I think this is a cool. Wouldn't you say you're like an audience member? Mm-hmm. You, yeah, this is a cool fucking podcast. But it's and it's also about movies. So yeah. it's like, it's, have you seen? Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Everybody was like, was that did you an answer? answer? <laughs> was that an answer? Oh, did he do that on purpose? Like, yeah, have you I seen thought, Nope? No, nope. <laughs> nope. Nah, I haven't. Um, you should watch it. And then, it's new, right? Yeah, it came out two weeks ago. Last week. Re- recently. Yeah. Very recent. I was going to see it. It was 20 seconds. I was going to see it with my brother, but I just never went. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's good. It's good, dude. Very, very original. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, a P film, right? Appeal. Yeah, you yeah. made that film. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, yeah, so my idea was, um, not my idea, but the idea was uh, a movie draft, which is basically, I think we're all gonna fuck with this. Is we pick one year, say me and Mendo were saying like 2004 or like 2012 or some shit. Mm-hmm. Pick 2012, and. The four of us, I guess, will go, we'll do a random selection, random order, and do like a snake order. And uh, so, like, say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And um, basically draft movies from that year. Mm. You know what I mean? Great idea. That's a really good idea. Draft movies from that year, but also, like, the objective is... We're going to have categories that you have to fill in with the type of movie. So it's not just like your favorite. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be drafting the categories where unofficial categories are Oscar winner uh, of any category. It doesn't have to be best picture. It could be it could have been or Oscar nominee. Yeah. Nice. Oscar, even. Yeah. yeah, Oscar nominee. It could have been nominated for best wardrobe, best costume, best sound or or best picture. It could have been nominated anything or. If a supporting actress yeah. was nominated, then the movie's in. Um, so Oscar nominee, uh, horror slash comedy, and then drama, blockbuster. So if it made over a hundred million dollars, which we'll do, I'm sure a hundred million is a, a safe. You know, even yeah. for 2004. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna say not a lot of movies actually don't make that. Yeah, that's a lot. But a hundred million, fuck it, hundred million dollars. And then, uh, while I said like wild card, like whatever, whatever movie you want. So like those five categories. So we're all gonna draft five movies each. Five. And then it'll be cool because like when we pick a movie, we all get to talk about it, whatever, whatever. And that's twenty movies for the four through the four of us. Mm-hmm. And then having like a four minute conversation about twenty movies. That's a whole podcast. Yeah, literally. So and who knows where else we'll go with the conversation. So. So are we just like we're about to do it right now? No, 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 oh, no, all right. no, no, no. <laughs> I was ready. No, yeah. <laughs> so I was going to ask, uh, what year would you be down? Is there a year of movies you guys want to like select? What was a year that mm. sucked for movies? That would make it harder. <laughs> so, dude, anything between two thousand two 
Anything post. I was just thinking that. <laughs> so we're all gonna do the like, same year. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All years. one year. Oh, okay. And then picking a movie from there. Okay. And then, uh, like, 2008 sucked dick, I feel like. Um, I don't know about that. It's like any no, year yeah, that right. music sucked. I was about to say, Watchmen came out in 2009. They would flip-flop. 2009. That's 2009. music, then like, there would whoa. be, like, good movies. Like, 07 for because Because you know what it was is every, every 2002, 2003, maybe 2004 movie sucks. And then every, like, 2007, 2008, 2009 movie sucks. Because one is post-9-11, and the other is the recession. Mm. So, like, all these movies, they weren't making good movies because there was no, like, everyone was, you know, scared to fly or they had no money. Because mm-hmm. the stock market crashed. Yeah. So, so, yeah, is there we should pick a year and then... I, I was thinking like 2012 because we were like I was all about very cognizant. 2011. 2011? 2011 or 12? Yeah, you're right. One of those two years. Let me. Look I'm gonna at, say I'm gonna look at years. I'm trying to think. I think 2012 sucked. I think 2012 <laughs> had some trash ass movies. Wait, was that not Avengers? Yeah, 2012 was Avengers, the very first one. That's probably why I thought every other movie yeah. sucked. 2011 was like, so the most more. popular movies from 2012. Oh fuck, dude! Django, Avengers, Dark Knight Rises, The Hobbit. Oh yeah. I was just in the house because I had a brand new baby. Right. That's what it was. Oh, dude, Prometheus came out. Ted, yeah. Project X. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> me and Amanda was year. like, Best take year. this baby away from me. I want to go party like Project <laughs> X. Like, take this baby. Uh, but that was 2012. 20, I think 2014 was a great fucking year for movies. It was great. So I think that would make it easier. But I think 2012 might be better. But 2014... There's Interstellar, Grand Budapest oh. Hotel, Whiplash, Gone Girl, Nightcrawler, Captain America, Winter Soldier, John Wick, Guardians of the Galaxy. They're heaters, bro. <laughs> not John Wick. Not the man who brought John back Wick, action Interstellar. movies. Right. He knew. He brought that shit back. American Sniper, Fury, Godzilla, The Let's Interview. Go, bro. Chef, Creep. As Chef? The Equalizer, Tusk, The Raid 2. The most violent. 2014 was a fucking yeah, was, year. You know what? Let's fucking do 2014. 2014. <laughs> 2014. Not fucking Tusk, bro. I watched that <laughs> movie because of this podcast. And that shit changed my Tusk life. Tusk is crazy. That One was of the wildest I think that's movies. the first A24 movie I've ever seen. I it was. Was it? I can't think of it. I think that was definitely. I remember wrong. looking forward to Tusk for years because of Kevin Smith. <laughs> Because I was a big fan of Comic Book Man. Did you watch Comic Book Man? The sh- the Kevin Smith show? No, I didn't. About the comic book the story? The comic owns? book, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch it? No. Comic but I remember Man? it. It was remember, super popular. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. And it was just basically people coming in with all these collectibles. But yeah. on, I, th- I don't think it was on the show. I think it was just like because I knew of Kevin Smith. He always like talked about Tusk and the new movie was coming out. So I was looking forward to Tusk for years. And then A24 became a thing. And then, you know. Bought the movie from Kevin Smith. It was, but yeah, 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do 2014. Start out with the banger. So next yeah. week, we'll expect Josh again. And then I'll send you guys the the categories you have to fill in. So 2014 movies all week. Because the reason why we're doing this is because there's no fucking movies coming out for yeah. the next like two months. Or like month and a half. There's like, a, a, like movies enough to like come out like make an episode about them mm-hmm. so it's like but until we get to like oscar season which is like late october november and december which is when everything is coming out yeah wakanda the wakanda forever wakanda yeah forever. 
coming out. Uh, Mar some probably a Marvel movie or Wakanda, but isn't there another? Or no, Quantumania is coming out at the beginning of yeah. next year. Yeah. Is yeah. that a movie or a series? A uh, movie. Yeah, it's coming out in March. I want to say. Quantumania. Yeah, but uh, 2014 there. movie draft, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll see how that shit goes. I'm kind of I'm pretty excited for it. I think that's gonna be a good episode. It'll be fun, just to try to see, and then also fan engagement. Yeah. So like the fans will be able to vote for who won the draft, who had the best yeah. mm -hmm. five movies. And they can insert their own draft picks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty fourteen yeah. people. Twenty fourteen. What? Going, and then we'll forever. and then we'll be able to talk about you know where we were all at in twenty fourteen and shit like that. So yeah. Next week, that's none of this really matters. Because none of this really matters. Peace out.